Welcome to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. You're listening to Alternative Talk AM 1150 on this crisp and sunny, gorgeous Seattle day. What a gorgeous day to take your dog for a walk. Good point. Thank you, Eric. Eric, we missed you last week. Now, I saw that you were doing something interesting while you were away. Were you on some show or something? Oh, I was uh, <laughs> I was watching a taping of the Conan O'Brien show uh, <laughs> last Wednesday, which was my birthday. And they Aww. actually showed me a little bit on camera, which was kind of fun. They so, did? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So That's cool. How was that? It was good. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, very funny. Huh. So Jim Gaffigan was on the show, one of oh, my yeah. favorite comedians. Um, Will Larnett was on the show. Huh. So uh, I didn't get a chance to talk to them to ask them to come on the dog show sometime. Well, but uh, you know, <laughs> you <don't laughs> maybe know. next time I see them. Now that we're we're buds. <laughs> yeah, you don't always have an opportunity to ask people if they have a dog, and and if so, would they like to come on the dog show? That's but, right. You yeah, know, some other time. All in good and perfect time. Exactly. And I did manage to plug the station uh, during the warm-up uh, act uh, before the show. So the nice. Conan audience that was there got to find out all about Alternative Talk 1150. So it was pretty cool. Well done. Welcome back. Thank you. Yeah. It's good to be back what in the is Northwest. That? So what's that, New York? Los Angeles. L.A. So it was roasty toasty down there. Oh, so wow. it was like, uh, you know, shock back to my senses, getting back uh-huh. home. But uh, it feels more comfortable, actually, to me to be. Yeah. At 45 and <laughs> chilly in November than it does 93. 93? Yeah. Ugh. yeah it was, that was too hot for me. It was kind of icky. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I have a special guest with me today, Greg Dale, who's the owner and founder of Rainbow Bridge Hearts, um, where, and I've been talking about this company and these hearts now for a few weeks since I discovered them. When I saw the display at Health Mutt, which is a pet supply store in Seattle on 65th and Roosevelt, right near Whole Foods. And there are these glass-blown hearts that have um, swirls, some a uh, few different swirls of different colors or uh, metallic sort of shimmer. And one of those swirls is white, and that white swirl is your pet's ashes. And I was, like, gasped when I saw them. And immediately con- uh, contacted the company, and now I have Greg Dale with me here in the studio. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. And we're going to talk about your wonderful company, what you offer people as part of the the grieving slash healing process when we lose a loved one, um, whether it be two-legged or four-legged, and... Um, and talk all about your company. It's just a really, really, really special product and service that you offer people. And and then we're also going to talk about the event that we're doing on Monday, December 16th, where I am having a heart made for my boy Chewy, who passed away about a little over four years ago now. And I've, you know, we were talking about how I think and and what I've heard a lot of people say as I've been posting about this on our Facebook page and just telling people in my life is that, and this was the case for me, was that I had those ashes for years, you know, in an urn, in a little shelf in my office, you know, and it was like, well, there he is. I'm, I don't know what to do with his ashes. I'm not really supposed to spread them anywhere. I think, I think it's illegal. <laughs> um, 
And and then I just saw this and it was like, oh, this is it. So exciting. So how did you, um, I mean, where did you guys come from? You and your wife are now doing this full time. Uh, it's been so well received. And um, you have Artful Ashes, which is your um, two-legged, company. two-legged company with uh, two-legged loved ones who've passed away. Um, and then uh, Rainbow Bridge Hearts, which is for the four-leggeds or the pets. So where did this all come from? How did you get this idea? Well, you know, I um, almost lost my father uh, to a surgery. He wasn't supposed to make it through. And um, he had told me what he wanted to be done with his with his ashes and with himself. And uh, thank God he made it through the surgery just fine. But he told me he wanted to have his ashes spread in the ocean. Uh, and he wanted then to become part of a memorial reef. And so that really got my uh, brain thinking about different alternatives um, uh, to losing a loved one. And uh, I think that uh, most people are, are thinking about some way to celebrate life uh, and something that makes you feel better and makes you happier. And uh, we came up here thinking about an eternal reef under the water, and you can't see anything under the water up here in the Puget Sound. And so I started just exploring, and I found a company that makes these beautiful hearts. And uh, my name is Greg Dale, and uh, the owners are Greg and Dale. And I told him about my idea of putting a loved one's ashes inside beautiful glass art and took him about 30 seconds to say yes. And uh, we've been doing this for about 18 months now. And uh, the artful ashes business is uh, more tailored to, to people. And then the Rainbow Bridge hearts uh, are more tailored to, uh, uh, to pets. And uh, I mentioned two versus four legs, but I, uh, one of my favorite projects was a lady who had four dogs and a parrot and um, all of the ashes mm. put into one heart. So mm. um, all kinds of legs. Yeah. And that's a really cool thing that about the products. And you do more than hearts, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, but that you can do you know, multiple pets or for the human aspect, some people will have like, you know, their grandparents put into a heart and then have a heart made for every member of the family. And then they've got grandma and grandpa there together in the same heart. And it doesn't take much as far as the amount of of ash, correct? No, no. It uh, takes about a teaspoon of ashes uh, for every memorial. And, uh, that's really um, that's really the most difficult part of the process is uh, is you know you've lost a loved one and you're very sad and um, and it's really hard to take that teaspoon of ashes and so what we really recommend is that um, you come to the studio and we'll help you with that sometimes my wife or I will come to your house uh, or call a good friend to help you with that mm-hmm. but um, we takes about a teaspoon of ashes and um, uh, we create just beautiful memorials. They, they're about four inches across, and uh, they weigh about 13 ounces, and just have a really beautiful, substantial feel. Mm. When you're holding them in your hand, uh, what people tell us is uh, they think of the, the best times uh, when they were throwing a ball with their dog or when um, Duncan uh, is a, a dog that comes to mind that um, the owner just thinks about uh, when he loved to go swimming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it just makes people think of happy thoughts. Uh, it's just a beautiful way to hold on to a memory. Um, and we especially encourage uh, clients to come to the studio and watch their heart being created in person. 
Well, yes, and we're going to talk more about that as well because we have an event coming up. You brought in a couple hearts. Um, now this, and you have different colors that you offer. They're just gorgeous. I'm holding it up to the light. Um, this is the galaxy green color, yes, and yes. it has swirls of green and aqua and purple and mm. gold. Um, and we have uh, a purple and gold and a, a brown and tan. The brown and tan and gold um, is one of my favorite uh, for pets. Um, when I designed that one, I was thinking of a pet's eyes or a pet's fur color. That one's um, called Tiger Eye? Yeah. Eric, it's, check this out. That... It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, gorgeous. Happy birthday, Eric. <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. you. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, really, um, my wife and I, our favorite heart is the clear one. Um, it's just got a little silver, a little gold, and uh, your pet's ashes. And it just really feels like a spirit. Mm. And I have to say that uh, two clients have called them angels' wings. Mm. So we're just very, very honored to create these memorials and, and just love what we do. Yeah. It's really beautiful. I have a, one of the photos and a couple links posted on our Facebook page. So if you're on Facebook, go to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes, and you can find links to that. And then uh, you guys are on Facebook as well. It's Rainbow Bridge Hearts. And the website is rainbowbridgehearts.com, so you can find them online as well. Um, to learn more about the company, if you're interested, um, I have been... Uh, not surprised, but impressed by the um, reception that, that this is getting. Because you haven't been around for very long, you know, 18 months. And then the, and that was for really more the, the two-legged hearts. And then the Rainbow Bridge Hearts has really been even more recent, right? Yeah, um, about three months. And- yeah, so you guys are just brand new. And this this is... I I know for me just a really really exciting thing and really filling a hole for me as far as what to you know what to do with these ashes and I just can't wait to get these hearts. Um now I want to when we come back we're going to take a quick break and when we come back I want to talk a little bit more give people more information about how this works and especially about the ashes part because it's a sensitive topic and not necessarily something that a lot of people would really be comfortable doing. And I know for me, I was like, how do I even get this thing open? So I want to talk about kind of the urn and and handling that. This is something that people can have done if you're listening from, you know, not in Seattle, if you're across the country or really anywhere, you can have your heart made. You don't have to be local for this. Um, You can have the ashes shipped And they can really help you uh, through that process of getting that teaspoon plus of ashes to send out um, because it's, I think, a little daunting for people. So we'll get into that in more detail. And then after that, uh, we're going to talk about the really exciting event that we have coming up Monday morning, December 16th. Um, I'm having um, I will be at the studio. It'll be a time where they're making a whole bunch of their hearts and I'm going to be having Chewy's heart made as well and I'm inviting the community to come and have their hearts made with me. Uh, We'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes.
Natural Pet Pantry is Seattle's original source for wholesome dog and cat meals, offering eight different proteins to accommodate your pet's dietary needs. Made locally using all U.S. sourced ingredients, their freshly ground stews, raw or cooked, can be purchased from their Burien shop, most independent pet supply stores, or delivered right to your home. Natural Pet Pantry will even work with your vet to custom blend a prescription diet for your pet's unique needs. Go to naturalpetpantry.com for more information. Natural Pet Pantry. It just makes sense. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to canine and feline caviar, we cover the world of animals. This week, November 24th, it's Shelter Rescue Sanctuary and anything that helps our animal friends Sunday. We'll talk with Betsy at Mollywood Avian Sanctuary in Bellingham and Bob at Macaw Rescue and Sanctuary in Carnation. We'll also talk with Suzette at Allbreed Equine Rescue in Marysville, and we'll have it something new in our feature segment. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, AM 11. 50. Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair discusses issues that are important to you, like good health and well-being, finding a new job and building your business, overcoming life's big challenges and making sense out of chaos, and living with passion and joy. Join us Mondays at noon Pacific for Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair. See conversationslive.net for show schedule and guest information. Do you have an injury, old or new, that won't heal? Are you fighting a cold or illness you can't kick? Do you feel like you've tried everything and are still struggling to find wellness and balance in your physical health? Have you been unimpressed with acupuncture in the past? For over a decade, Robert Medusia has been making a difference for people who thought they had exhausted their options. Don't settle for pain and illness. Call 425-828-6190. That's 425-828-6190. Again, 425-828-6190. The Acupuncture and Sports Clinic of Kirkland. Heal faster, play longer. Bringing you fresh perspectives every day. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. And we're back talking with Greg Dale, who is the founder of Rainbow Bridge Hearts and Artful Ashes. Uh, one is a tailored more to two-legged uh, loved ones that we've lost, uh, human anyway, and the other to our four-legged pets who we've lost. And they are these beautiful glass-blown hearts that fit, and they're about the size of your palm. And um, there's a bunch of different colors that they come in, and they swirl your loved one's ashes into the heart and so it's all of these different colored swirls coming out from the center and the white swirl is your your loved one's ashes and they're just gorgeous and uh now you have your the hearts and then you have these sort of spheres just a a round sort of globe where they have the swirl in it as well it's a round uh round shape about the size of a tennis ball and so that was Kind of what I was thinking when I was designing this is um, that pretty much every dog on the planet uh, loves to chase a ball. And so I thought that would be just a perfect way to memorialize a a dog that you had lost. Mm -hmm. And then we also have tea lamps where um, uh, they're real beautiful. They're the same, about the same size. Um, They all weigh about 12, 13 ounces. And um, it you can light a candle and remember your lost pet. And so we have the tea lamps Mm -hmm. and the rounds and then the hearts. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, 
And that you have a different uh, sort of line of different colors. You have the, the green, what you call galaxy green, that has green and then a hint of blue and purple and some gold in there as well. And then you have a clear, well, they're all clear, but you have a, a white with that has sort of silver and gold shimmer swirls. Um, and then a red uh, sort of heart red. Yeah. And uh Pink. Pink, right? That one's really, it's like, mm-hmm. so it's pink and white. That one's really pretty. And then uh, with the tiger eye, which is like an amber and gold. It's a dark brown and an amber and then the gold and then the yeah. ashes. Yeah. That one's really beautiful. And is there one I'm missing? Blue? Purple? Oh, and then there's purple. a purple one. And yeah. then there's a blue one. Okay. Yeah. So there's a lot of different colors to choose from. What have you found people go for like if there's a color that reminds them of the of their pet or of the color of the eyes or or of a maybe collar that they had or what do you find people associate with or just preference well what we found is um is all of our clients pretty much pick their favorite color and then as soon as you bring up the idea of maybe matching a dog's eyes um, or matching a fur then they immediately go to that and then the the clear one that feels like a spirit uh, is mm-hmm. also very powerful. Um, and we get a lot of the, the blue because dogs like to swim in the water. And so um, uh, usually the client uh, picks their favorite color first, but then when they start thinking about it and thinking about remembering the pet that they loved, then uh, they associate some color with some activity or some fur or eye color. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we had you over um, on Monday to talk about the event that we have coming up, which is Monday, December 16th um, in the morning from about nine to noon, roughly. And yeah. um, and I'm having Chewy's heart made, my boy who passed away a little over four years ago now. Um, and I'm so excited to have one of his hearts made. And I thought it would be a great idea to have a community event and have people gather, have these beautiful hearts made for all of the pets or loved ones who we have lost, honor their lives and our love for them together. And when you, you, what's, this is going to be at the studio. So the hearts are actually going to be being made as we're there gathering and and so there's a way that you can you'll let people know that that is their pet's heart that's being made right now and they can go over to the window and actually watch it being created which is really special too Um, and that's going to be December 16th here in Seattle it's in between Fremont and Ballard on Leary Way it's going to be in the morning Monday December 16th and if you'd like to participate in that you can just email either us and we can connect you or you can get in touch directly with the company. You can go to rainbowbridgehearts.com is the website or you can always just email me host at dogradioshow.com if you want to uh, get information on that. But we have limited space for people to come in person. Um, so if you're interested, do register soon. There's no cost to going you know, beyond just the cost of the heart. It's just a free community event. We're going to have some refreshments available and uh, some information. Uh, we're going to raise a little bit of money for the AHELP project, which is the animal hospice organization that I'm on the board for. 
um, very fitting for this, and it's a great way to support that cause as well. Now, when we were talking about this on Monday, I went and got the urn that has Chewy's ashes in that I couldn't figure out how to get open. (laughs) And I wasn't even sure if it was like glued shut. You know, is this something that's supposed to be, you know, how does that work? (laughs) I was afraid that I was would try to pry it open and then the cap would go flying off and the ashes would go everywhere and it would be traumatizing. (laughs) And then it's like, well, what do they look like? Or, you know, is it just dust or am I going to see anything weird in there? You know, so it was, and it was also, you know, I noticed that, and I wouldn't have necessarily anticipated this, but when I went back to go get them and I, you know, opened the glass door of the cabinet that the ashes, that the urn had been sitting in for over four years, um, it was intense. I mean, I felt a little bit emotional. I, I, you know, was just like, wow, here's, here's my boy. I just got present to him. And I think that that's something that's important that people have support around and to know that you can get support around that through the company if that's kind of in your way. Like, ooh, I, I really want to have this done, but I cannot look in that box or or I just don't know how to get this open or, you know, all that kind of stuff. So will you tell us about the different, like there's typically when you have your pet cremated or your loved one, human loved one, um, you get the ashes back in a, in a type of container, right? Yeah. So what are those different types of containers and how do you, how, you know, how are you supposed to get them open? How does that work? If someone's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like me, this was what I did. I want one made. <laughs> how do I sign up? And then it's like, okay, well, we need some ashes. So, you know, especially if they live, if they're not local and they can't come to your office for support, um, how do you, how would you guide them through that? Yeah, well, you know, the first thing is to just give us a call and talk to us. Um, it's um, it's very it's, it's very difficult uh, if you experience a fresh loss or even uh, a loss of four years old. Um, it's a very emotional thing, and even if it was easy to get the ashes, it's just really not comfortable. And and that's why um, my wife and I are available at the studio to help you with that process. Or, and oftentimes we'll come to your home and. If um, we ship all over the country in Canada and if you're in another location, we recommend that you go to your veterinarian's office or the funeral home and ask them to help you or maybe just get a really good friend that will help you. Um, but most of the urns, um, there's two main types. Um, they're screw tops uh, or they're ones that um, unscrew on the bottom. And oftentimes um, the wood urns that unscrew on the bottom They've got a velvet, uh, a little velvet sticker over the top so that they can slide on a tabletop without scratching. And so you have to remove those and you'll find a Phillips screw. Um, most of the urns, though, that are metallic, um, they unscrew. Um, and and oftentimes uh, it, it's pretty difficult to get that to unscrew. And so, um, and the third type is they actually will glue them. Um, and so that makes access even more difficult. But more often than not, we can just unscrew them really easily um, and get access. And um, when you get inside, um, you'll find uh, a plastic bag um, with ashes, and it, it's calcium, um, and um, uh, it, it's still just very difficult. So if if someone's having um, a hard time with that piece of the of making your memorial, I would just suggest a friend or us. 
uh, or as I said, the funeral home or a, uh, a veterinarian office. Yeah, for me, it wasn't um, seeing the ashes. They looked just very, they were very fine. There wasn't anything scary. And, you know, I didn't <laughs> see anything, you know, that was recognizable at all. I mean, it was really a a, a very, very light. And I know that the color can be different, too, and yeah. that doesn't matter. Um, you said that whatever the color is, it will always just immediately turn white, white, white when it hits the hot glass. Yeah, um, the ashes um, really look like sand on a beach, uh, but a little finer. Mm-hmm. And the ashes um, will be white to dark gray. Um, and when they touch the 2300-degree glass, then they always go white. Yeah. And so when you're looking at rainbowbridgehearts.com or artfulashes.com, um, uh, everything that you see that's white is uh, is uh, either a swirl of my grandparents' ashes mixed together or a really good friend's pet Sasha, a black chow, and mm-hmm. uh, she's just a dear, dear friend and uh, lost her chow, and uh, we uh, make samples with uh, mm. with Sasha. Mm-hmm. So rainbowbridgehearts.com is the website, and then uh, Artful Ashes, you can always, you can also find them there, artfulashes.com, and um, yeah, it wasn't, I was, I was definitely glad to have your, have you both there because I didn't even know the top. I had like the urn that looks like a vase, it was sort of metallic, and it just screwed off. And I didn't even think to try to unscrew it. I just thought it sort of came out like a stopper. Um, so it was really easy to get the top off once I was told that it was a screw top. And then the ashes were in a bag. And sometimes they're in a bag and sometimes they're not. Uh, I've never seen them in um, not in a bag. Okay, yeah, they're always in a plastic bag. So that was good to know too. Like yeah. they're not just loose in there, and <laughs> yeah. it, you know, there's not going to be like a plume of dust that comes <laughs> up when you open it up and stuff. So, you know, it's a. Um, I think it's a it's a sensitive topic. It's a topic I've talked about a lot in a number of different a- angles on the show over the years about end of life. Obviously, a phase that I'm really passionate about. Um, being involved with AHELP, the Animal Hospice End of Life and Palliative Care Project, um, ahelpproject.org is the website for them. And, you know, going through my experience, too, I, I remember, I mean, I I was doing the show when I had to go through the Chewy's death and did a whole show about it to, a week and a half after I lost him. And you can certainly hear it in my voice, uh, the weight there. And I, I had a bunch of people just call in and share stories about their pets who they had loved and lost. And that's something that I think is, especially for pets, really growing as a, as a sort of awareness and conversation around the, the magnitude and significance of, of the loss of a pet and that it's a big deal for people. And, and it's important for people to have support, and it's important for that grief to be valued just as much as as a lost um, human loved one as well, which is also intense, of course. And I think grief of pets is different. It's not more or less necessarily. It's just different. Um, and it's just great to have this, um, have this such a beautiful way to, you know, and I think there's something really cool about seeing the ashes, too, and they look like... They're so light. I mean, it's almost like a, a cloud of of ashes. They're so fine and white, and it, they look really beautiful. And I think it's really cool to see. 
it takes kind of that creepiness out <laughs> when, but you know, like you see an urn, and if you've never seen what ashes look like before, it's kind of like, ooh, <laughs> that's full of ash. You know, who was that? And um, this is a really light, beautiful way to to uh, memorialize a loved one. It's just great. It's rainbowbridgehearts.com. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk more with Greg Dale, who's the founder and owner of Rainbow Bridge Hearts and Artful Ashes, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about our event and make sure we get all that information out about how to register. You're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. He gives beautiful ashes, strength for fear, gladness for mourning, peace for despair. He gives beautiful ashes, strength for fear, gladness for mourning, peace for despair. When your dog or cat is sick, you go to the vet. But sometimes they need more advanced care with a veterinary specialist. Hi, I'm Dr. Beth Davidow with Animal Critical Care and Emergency Services. Veterinary specialists receive more than 10,000 hours of extra training in dedicated fields like radiology, surgery, cardiology, oncology, and more. If your pet is facing a complicated health issue, it may be best to see a specialist. Talk to your veterinarian about the appropriate time for referral. To learn more about access and our specialists, visit criticalcarevets.com. Hi, I'm Pat Pauly. Tune into my show, Get Active, each Tuesday at 12 noon on Alternative Talk 1150. Each week, we invite a guest to talk about one of the wonderful activities in the Puget Sound region, ones that you may want to participate in. We'll focus on how adult beginners can comfortably get into all of these activities. You'll learn a lot about how you can get active. Be sure to listen. That's Get Active with me, Pat Pauly, at 12 noon each Tuesday on Alternative Talk. 1150. Hi, I'm Martha Childress with the Natural Choice Network. Join us every Tuesday at 12:30 p.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Each week, we invite leaders from our sustainable community to share their unique visions and valuable insights. You'll learn great tools to make your life greener, healthier, and more sustainable for generations to come. Thank you for making the natural choice. That's the Natural Choice Network every Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. Please join us. This is Julie Forbes, dog training, behavior, and nutrition specialist and owner of Sensitive Dog, thoughtful guidance for you and your dog. If your dog needs basic obedience training, a behavior evaluation, or food consultation, I can help you. Call me at 206-372-7399 or visit my website, www.sensitivedog.com. I teach group obedience classes, in-home lessons, and evaluations, and a two-week intensive training program called Higher Education. Again, I'm Julie Forbes, Seattle's dog behavior training and nutrition specialist www.sensitivedog.com Listen live at 1150kknw.com Alternative Talk, 1150 AM You're gonna make me cry, Eric. Jeez. Woo! That's not the intent. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's part of the grieving process. Yes. <laughs> um, 
So we're talking with Greg Dale, who's the founder of Rainbow Bridge Hearts and Artful Ashes, these really beautiful handmade glass-blown hearts and other products that have your pet or loved one's ashes swirled into them very beautifully. And it's a lovely way to um, remember, have a have something to sort of show and look at and just remember and feel your loved one who you miss, whether they be two-legged or four-legged. Um, now, you can do this wherever you live. You don't have to live in Seattle to have these done. Um, you don't even have to live in the state. You can do this from anywhere. They make hearts for people all over the country. And um, you just go to the website. You can go to artfulashes.com. And you can always call them as well if you have any questions. 206 817-6010. That's 206-817-6010. And I'll post all this information on our homepage as well and on our Facebook page too. So you can always find it there, dogradioshow.com. Um, so we're doing an event, like I said, uh, where it's open to the public, um, pre-registration is required. There's no cost in attending. It's just to invite people as I am having a heart made for my boy Chewy, who passed away over four years ago. I thought, wouldn't it be nice to have anyone else who wants to have a heart made for their pet who they have loved and lost um, to come and join me and let's just celebrate their lives together. And you actually get to see your pet's heart being made. So while it's, you know, in production, they'll let you know. And then you can go over to the window and actually watch it be made, which is really, really cool to see that really fun to watch glass blowing in general. And then knowing that that's your, that's your pet's heart being made is really cool to see. And these, um, they're about the size of your palm. There's some photos posted on our Facebook page. You can also go to artfulashes.com or rainbowbridgehearts.com um, to see some photos. And these are really um, durable. And that was one of the things that we talked about, Greg, that's really great is that, you know, it'd be really terrible to have some, something so beautiful and so special made that would potentially break easily anyway. And that was one of the reasons why why they are the size that they are. I think they're a great size about the size of the palm of your hand, but it makes them really durable, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, they're very tough. It's uh, about 12, 13 ounces of solid glass, and pretty much if you dropped it on wood or a tabletop, um, they're they're just fine. Uh, mm-hmm. They're not going to break. Um, it'd have to be pretty much uh, concrete in order for them to crack. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're, they're just beautiful. The only thing you have to be careful of is if you touch two together, the glass on glass. But um, no worries there. Um, one thing I would always suggest when you get a heart made is just save a little bit of ashes uh, so that just in case you can always make another. Mm-hmm. But what we usually find is is clients um, with a fresh loss or clients that have had the ashes on the shelf for years, um, as soon as they have something beautiful that they can hold on to and treasure – they oftentimes then feel comfortable spreading the ashes mm-hmm. where their pet like to run or play or swim. And so I would just say just hold on to a little bit just in case. Yeah. 
Uh, a good idea just to, or if maybe they want more hearts made or a sphere made or a tea lamp or whatever it may be, um, you, you, you know, they have the options there as well. And so there's all, there's a lot to it. It's, it's a very, very smooth process and they really guide you through the whole thing. Um, as far as, you know, getting the ashes, if you do live locally, then you can always go to their office and they can assist you with the urn. Otherwise, you can just call them and they can assist you that way as well. If you have any questions about how do I get this thing open or what is it going to look like or any of that information, you can just give them a call, 206-817-6010. That's 206-817-6010. And you have them made about every three weeks. And um, December 16th is a Monday, Monday morning. I'm going to be at their studio in Fremont um, having my heart made for Chewy. And I'm inviting um, anyone in the community who wants to come and join me and have a heart made for their pet who they've lost um, to come. And we'll just have a really lovely morning together. Also, a great... um, gift idea for the holidays if you have if you have access to um, ashes maybe for a spouse or something of a, of a pet and to have something like this made uh, really really special holiday gift as well you certainly don't have to come in person to participate on the event on the 16th if you even if you live locally if you can't make it in person but you want to have your heart made um, will stand in in honor of your pet in person there um, for you, and um, no worries on that. But if you would like to come down and experience this um, community event, it would be great. Um, Greg, what's a good email for people to reach out to if they want to um, get in touch to register for this? Artfulashes at gmail.com, A-R-T-F-U-L-A-S-H-E-S at gmail.com. Okay. So if you want to find out more information or if you want to reserve your spot and get your heart ordered, you can email Greg at artfulashes at gmail.com or you can call 206-817-6010. Now we, we have about 50 spots for people in person, but a lot more space for hearts to be made. So come one, come all. And, um, Gosh, there was a question that I, something that I was just wanting to say, and I can't remember what it was, but it'll come to me. Um, Go ahead. Oh, you know, excuse me. Um, While you're thinking about that, um, I just wanted to say that I really encourage you to come to the studio in person. Uh, There's no better way to celebrate uh, the love for the unconditional love of of your pet that you lost. The studio, um, while you're there, there's, uh, there's about 10, 15 people making all kinds of different glass art. So it's very interesting and um, and just really fun to be there. But then um, it's especially special uh, to watch your own heart being created. Mm-hmm. It's a four-person process uh, uh, to make the hearts. And, and you're right about 10 feet, 15 feet away from the start of this process. And um, the artists just love this project. Uh, they they look up and, and wave and... Um, Oh, only about 90% of the people are crying, uh, but they're happy tears. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, it's just amazing to watch this be created. And there's something about sealing the ashes in glass art that mm. it helps people s- heal and helps people move forward. And 
One thing that we really like to do is um, we like to go down and take a couple pictures of uh, your memorial being created and we uh, send them to your phone or send them to email so you've got something to take with you. And uh, the memorial's cool for three or four days and uh, then we get them back to you just as quick as we can. Cool. Well, again, um, contact information for these guys, you can find them online uh, and they have sort of two wings. One is for the uh, human loved ones. A lot of people have these made for uh, people who they have lost and uh, loved and lost, like maybe grandparents. You can do multiple people or pets in one heart or sphere or tea light, tea lamp. Um, so rainbowbridgehearts.com um, for contact information. You can go to artfulashes.com. You can email them directly at artfulashes at gmail.com or call them if you have some, if you want to talk through something or if you need some guidance with um, getting that urn open, um, 206-817-6010. And I'll post all of this information um, on our Facebook page and on our homepage as well, which is dogradioshow.com. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to switch gears a little bit and talk about Dog's Night Out, which is an evening in December where the Seattle Repertory Theater opens their doors to dogs one one evening a year, and they actually have some dogs and people come in and watch a production of The Hound of the Baskerville, which is uh, the production starting now. Uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes. Thanks so much for your time, Greg, uh, for being here on the show, and look forward to our event on December 16th. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Can one dog be? Keeps me high as an eagle when I'm on the skids. I guess you gotta come down eventually. But I could have gone that extra mile or an extra bark or an extra smile. When your dog or cat is sick, you go to the vet. But sometimes they need more advanced care with a veterinary specialist. Hi, I'm Dr. Beth Davidow with the Animal Critical Care and Emergency Services. Veterinary specialists receive more than 10,000 hours of extra training in dedicated fields like radiology, surgery, cardiology, oncology, and more. If your pet is facing a complicated health issue, it may be best to see a specialist. Talk to your veterinarian about the appropriate time for referral. To learn more about access and our specialists, visit criticalcarevets.com. Natural Pet Pantry is Seattle's original source for wholesome dog and cat meals, offering eight different proteins to accommodate your pet's dietary needs. Made locally using all U.S. sourced ingredients, their freshly ground stews, raw or cooked, can be purchased from their Burien shop, most independent pet supply stores, or delivered right to your home. Natural Pet Pantry will even work with your vet to custom blend a prescription diet for your pet's unique needs. Go to naturalpetpantry.com for more information. Natural Pet Pantry. It just makes sense. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to canine and feline caviar, we cover the world of animals. This week, November 24th, it's Shelter Rescue Sanctuary and anything that helps our animal friends Sunday. We'll talk with Betsy at Mollywood Avian Sanctuary in Bellingham and Bob at Macaw Rescue and Sanctuary in Carnation. We'll also talk with Suzette at Allbreed Equine Rescue in Marysville, and we'll have it something new in our feature segment. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 11. 
750. Hey, Seattle, this is Julie Forbes. When I got engaged a couple of years ago, one of the first things my fiance said about our wedding was, we need a wedding planner. I thought to myself, what do we need a wedding planner for? We hired Jenny Harding and New Chapter Weddings, and I now know there is no way we could have done it without her. If you are planning a wedding or corporate event, do yourself a favor and hire New Chapter Wedding and Event Planning. They did an amazing job for us, and they will for you. Find them online at newchapterweddings.com. Radio with no added hormones or preservatives. All natural, alternative talk, 1150 a.m. Welcome back to the dog show with Julie Forbes. And we are back with Sarah Jo Kirchner with the Seattle Repertory Theater. Sarah Jo, welcome to the dog show. Oh, thanks, Julie. Happy to be here. So, Seattle Rep. What do you guys have going on with dogs coming up? (laughs) Well, Julie, we have something very exciting going on with dogs coming up here. Our production of The Hound of the Baskervilles actually opens this evening, and we are so excited to open our doors to your canine family members on Sunday, December 15th at 7.30 for a dog's night out here at the Rep. So you have, so when you say you're opening your doors to dogs, people actually come into the theater with their dogs and yes. and watch the production? <laughs> yes, they do. It may sound a little unusual, but we are super excited. We actually did this back in 2011 as well with our production of Sylvia. And what happens is you give us a call here at the box office and let us know the name of your dog. We do ask that the dogs are over one year of age and up to date on their shots and willing to be social with our other dog patrons of the evening. But basically, it's an opportunity for our patrons to bring their canine family members in and enjoy a show together. So does, how do they fit? Like, is it mostly little dogs or... Actually, we have had dogs of all sizes join us here at the Rep. Um, Basically, the reason we have you call in for tickets is our box office staff is really exceptional at kind of sussing out the age and weight Mm. of your dog so that we can seat you appropriately. Um, We'll sell your dog. Actually, we'll be ticketed for $25. Your dog will receive a ticket with a seat number on it. And then then your human companion, of course, will have a ticket as well. Um, For larger dogs, we, of course, like to try and keep you on the aisles so they can kind of relax out in the aisle. Um, I believe one year we did have uh, Titan, who I think was the largest dog I've seen in person. I think he was 150 pounds. Wow. <laughs> but, yeah, we, we welcome all of them, and we kind of strategically puzzle you into the seating downstairs in our Bagley Ray mm-hmm. Theater. So um, now, did the dogs, uh, there's a bunch of things that come to mind. My expertise is in training and behavior, so I'm kind of thinking from that perspective. Sure. So... One, do the dogs react to the actors? Like, you know, when they're, yeah. somebody exclaims something, do the dogs all start barking? Or that must be... <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad you asked. Actually, my, uh, my favorite anecdote about our previous two Dogs Night Out events back in 2011, we were producing a production of A.R. Gurney's Sylvia, starring Linda K. Morris, who plays an actual dog, and there's an actress portraying a dog. And for the first scene, uh, Linda would run on stage and would exclaim loudly as a dog, and the dogs really reacted to that. We definitely had kind of a cacophony of barking down in the main floor, but it was all in good fun. They seemed really present and were really enjoying it. And then, you know, after that initial 
special scene. Every once in a while, we would hear a little yapping now and again. But most of all, they just kind of sat and enjoyed the show, it seemed like. Funny. Yeah. They're like, what's going on? Where am I right now? (laughs) What is this? this? Who are you? (laughs) So you have dogs just sort of lined up in the rows, and they're all just, they kind of get acquainted and then settle Mm -hmm. in and... Yeah, well, Mm. we have kind of a nice opportunity before the show. We're calling it a yappy hour that starts at 6.30. So our lobby will be open to uh, canines and their companions. We'll have a special human cocktail uh, called the hair of the dog, of course. And dogs kind of get a chance to interact a little bit out in the lobby. Um, We're also really proud to be sponsoring a food drive, a pet food drive for the Seattle Humane Society. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a potty patch for for, uh, any any canine that needs to uh, use the facilities before or after or during the show, of course. <laughs> so the show is called The Hound of the Baskervilles. It so is. where does the, I mean, I'm assuming the hound is where the dog comes in. Exactly. What's the show about? Well, it's actually uh, based on Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's The Hound of the Baskervilles. It's been adapted by two lovely uh, local artists, uh, David Pichette and R. Hamilton Wright. Um, it basically is a Victorian whodunit about an attempted murder tied to the legend of a diabolical hound. So um, there will be some kind of sound cues with, with dog barking and things like that. But, mm. you know, the word hound here at the rap, it just meant, hey, can we do Dog's Night Out again? That was so much fun. And we were really excited to have a team that was really enthusiastic about bringing that back. Cool. How? What, what inspired the first one to be like, hey, this is this might sound crazy, but let's let's have dogs come into the theater and watch the production. <laughs> I remember correctly, um, our marketing director, uh, Katie Jackman, is, is brilliant, of course, and she brought the the idea to our team and said, hey, I, I heard um, that this has happened, and maybe with Sylvia, since clearly the, the main character is a dog, maybe we could maybe we could extend this to our, our subscription base and our patrons here at the Rep and offer a chance to bring their canines with them. Um, I think at first everyone was kind of like, wow, this is a really different idea, but it ended up being something that everyone really, really enjoyed and is a a favorite memory of ours here at the Rep. Mm, Very cool. Now, do you offer a cat's night out? I wish. Oh, Julie, I, you know, I love all animals, but I have two girls, two little cats, and Mm. I wish we would do a cat's night out, but I don't, I don't know that I see that in the direct future, but you know, we'll never say never. Yeah. Maybe a different story. Exactly. I think there's, you know, different requirements for that situation. (laughs) Oh, very cool. Um, so the Seattle rep is located in Seattle center. That's correct. We're at 155 Mercer street. And how do people get tickets if they're interested in this particular, well, maybe in the production, mm-hmm. it's, tonight is opening night? Yes, tonight is opening night. We are very excited. We're all abuzz here at The Wrap getting ready to uh, host a sold-out crowd for tonight. Nice. Um, but if you want to come to Dog's Night Out, which we really hope you do, seating is limited, so we'd ask that you give our box office staff a call here at 206 443 2222. And now if, if Dog's Night Out maybe isn't your flavor and you'd like to come see The Hound, we'd love to see you then as well. Um, you can, of course, buy tickets online at our website, which is www.seattlerep.org, or give us a call here at the box office. Great. And this night, uh, Dog's Night Out, there is a sort of meet and greet yappy hour that starts Correct. at 630. At Indeed. And I also wanted to bring up again that you are partnering with the Seattle Humane Society to sponsor a pet food drive during this production. Or actually, is this during the whole from November 15th to December 15th? 
That is correct. Okay. Our bins went out on our Friday preview, November 15th, and we will be collecting food for Seattle Humane Society through closing on December 15th. Okay, great. So pet food, um, dog and cat food, people can just drop it, drop it by the theater? Absolutely. In our okay. lobby, we actually have some bins, uh, collection bins, and they'll, the ushers will be happy to point you in that direction. And you know, we we would love if you can if you can bring some pet food with you. That's it's a great time of year to to donate, and we cool. are so excited to work with Seattle Humane Society. Great. Well, that sounds like such a fun event. Of course, you know if you and it sounds like your staff is really great and kind of checking in on all of this, but. Mm-hmm. What a great thing to bring your pet to the theater. Of course, if you're, you know, it's a dog that's friendly with other dogs and mm-hmm. friendly with people and, you know, yeah. it's important. We, we like to leave it up to you to decide whether this might be a good event for your pet, but we would love to see him if you feel like the time is right. Yeah. And it just must be a riot um, to see oh, this. Yes. Yeah. Very so cool. So much fun. So it's Dogs Night Out, December 15th. Uh, for the production of The Hound of the Baskervilles, which is opening night tonight. Um, You can see it um, otherwise, not just on Dog's Night Out, but it'll be there. Now, how long is it in town? Is that the last night? Yes, we are actually closing our our production on December 15th with Dogs Night Out at 7.30. It'll be the last show of the run. Mm-hmm. So we will have shows Wednesday through Sunday from now until December 15th, and we would love to see you here at the Rep. Great. And that's seattlerep.org is the website. I'm going to post all of this contact information, too. If you're driving and you can't write it down, we'll have it on our homepage and our Facebook page as well. Our homepage is dogradioshow.com. Sarah Jo, thank you for your time today. Thanks for having us, Julie. We're so excited. Good. I hope it's a, a wonderful event. I know it sells out every year. So if you're interested in going, give them a call soon so that you get your spot. Absolutely. We'd love to see you and your canine companion. All right. Great. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks, Julie. Okay. Bye. Well, uh, thanks for listening today. Uh, Thanks to Greg Dale, who was in the booth with us with Artful Ashes and Rainbow Bridge Hearts, these gorgeous glass-blown hearts that have a white, cloudy swirl of your loved one's ashes um, artfully um, swirled in there. They're just gorgeous. Um, December 16th, Monday, is the community event. I'm inviting people to join me in having my heart made with um, Chewy's ashes. I'd love for you to have hearts made with your pets as well. You can combine pets into a single heart, or you can have multiple pieces made with your different pets if you'd like to keep them separate, whatever works best for you. I'm going to give that contact information out for um, to reach Greg if you want to um, reserve your spot and get yourself going, or if you need some help, if you have some questions about the urn or how to get that open. And we talked about that earlier in the show, so if you've missed any part of this show or any of our past over 245 episodes, you can find them all online on iTunes as a free audio podcast and also archived on our homepage, dogradioshow.com. Greg's phone number again for this event with Rainbow Bridge Hearts is 206-817-6010. Or you can email him at artfulashes at gmail.com. Eric, welcome back. Thank you so much. I, I got to check out this Hound of the Baskervilles thing. This is amazing. Yeah, it sounds gonna, like the best thing I ever heard of. Totally. It's going to be a blast. Thanks for listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes.